Hello everyone, I'm Jackson Swearer, entrepreneur navigator for Startup Hutch and your host for The Hot Seat. This month, I sat down with David and Christina Weber of Weber Autoglass. They've been in business for three years, and as a new startup, they bring quite a lot of experience with 55 plus years working in the industry. We talk about what it takes to have a leap of faith to jump off into business for yourself and all of the relationships and local partnerships that it takes to get your business off and rolling. Take a listen. To get us started, can you tell me your names and the business that you own? I'm Christina Weber, and this is my husband, David Weber. Hello. And we own and operate Weber Autoglass at 1111 East 30th Street here in Hutchinson. Great to have you, Christina and David. Thank you uh, for having us. Yes. Excited now, to be here. How long have you owned that business? Wow, we've almost been there It'll three be, years. Yep, July 2021. So it'd be three years in July. All right, excellent. So I'm always curious to hear people's entrepreneurial journeys, what has taken them to that point. So let's maybe start a little bit in the past before uh, starting that business, and then we'll pick it up from there and tell the story of being a, a startup and a success over those three years. So what were you doing before that? What led you into the Weber Auto Glass? We've been doing glass a long time. Yeah, it'll be yes. 30 years this year, and I was living in my hometown, Hastings, Nebraska, and I was a business uh, delivery guy. And I seen they were wanting technicians to install glass at Autoglass Center. And I applied and I got the job. Yeah. So my intentions was I was going to do it for a few years and then do something else. Well, here I am 30 years later. <laughs> yes. All right. So that's so that's cool. So I love that. I love that's that great. story. So you're so you've been in the business of this for 30 years, but you're in business for yourself for as three. A, for three. Yeah, that's really cool. All right. So and Christina, I've only been, yeah, yes, 25 years in the glass business, but I was an ex telemarketer. So I do like to talk to people. Please don't hold that against me that I did telemarketing, but I enjoyed it. And then I loved monitoring people when they were on the phone, encouraging them and helping them. And we just like people. We actually love people. So yeah. we're in the people business, yes. but we sell glass. All right. Awesome. Yes. Okay. So what inspired you to set off on your own and start your own business after 27 years working? We worked for <laughs> one of the big glass company chains and just decided that the personal touch of customer service wasn't there. Yeah. So we just decided to open our own, basically, is what that in was. In the freedom you know, there's yeah. freedom in owning your own business, helping people. We love the elderly. A lot of them are struggling with technology. So we still answer our own phones and a lot of walk-ins. Yep. And, and we do a lot more than glass. I mean, we, we like to listen and help people through some obstacles. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's yeah. great. Helper of people. So for those who may not be familiar, we've been talking around this working in glass, auto glass thing. All right. <laughs> talk to me a little more about that. What really does the business do and kind of what are what are maybe some of the insider details about the nature of that business that people might not know just on the surface? Well, David is amazing at everything he does when it comes to glass. So I'm going to brag about you just a little bit. I've watched him do some amazing things over the years and you're just the best. You are the best in the Thank business. You. It was time to do it on our own. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's you know, it's just all about, do. it's all about timing and you, it's God's timing. Yes. Always. And it was time. It was just time to just break apart. But, you know, we put windshields in, we do it 
as good as the manufacturer. We Absolutely. use all the same adhesives that the manufacturers do. We cut them out, not the conventional way. We cut them out with a string attached to the window inside the car and cut it out. We repair rock chips. Uh, we fix little, I mean, cracks in the windshield. We, we've been able to do that. We sell our own glass cleaner. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just a personal touch. You know, you want to go in someplace and you want to be welcome. Yes. Nowadays, sometimes you go into a place and you just don't feel like you're, you're like inconvenience them. And we just kind of wanted to get away from that and just do our own thing. That's right. And we you recalibrate, know. you know, the newer vehicles. Yeah. So we just do it all. You know, we decided yeah. to go big or go home. So we're doing it big. <laughs> yeah, we have two full-time guys and two vans. And those guys go out mobile and do the jobs. And we trust them 100%. They Absolutely. do a nice job. And it's just fun again. It is I fun. just lost the fun working for the corporation. So back to fun. That's that's great. I love I love the vision of entrepreneurship is fun. We'll maybe talk about some of the hardships a little later, but let's yeah. stick on the fun part. So you said you've got a couple of employees that you really like mm -hmm. and you really trust. Talk to me about that. What does it take to find the right people and particularly hearing your story and understanding that you're really trying to brand yourself around quality yes. as one of your big considerations? How do you find people who are going to protect that brand and that sense of quality for you? You know, what's really cool is I, I mean, I'm going to have to talk about God just a little bit because God brought the right people to us and mm -hmm. we train the right people. Yeah. You don't have to necessarily have experience, but if you have the right people, you can definitely train them to do the job. And then you don't have to go and retrain bad mistakes that maybe they learned somewhere else. You know, and you usually know when you hire somebody, you know, in a month if they're going to get it. Because it's not an easy job. It is not an easy job. And you just kind of know because when I first started, I had, it took me six months to actually get it. And I didn't think I was going to make it. And then I just was determined, you know, I'm going to do this. And and having that background and watching these guys, you just know. And, and like she said, it's just God. Yeah. God, God gives us the, the right, right guys. And, and I don't, I'm getting older, so I don't want to do it <laughs> all. You know, mm -hmm. well, I'm yeah, that's one older. of the, it's, uh, <laughs> of course, if you want to grow, uh, grow and expand, you need to find people who are yes. going to do work for you yeah. too. Absolutely. Uh, you can't do it all yourself. Um, so it sounds like you prioritize finding kind of the right people with the right attitude and then you can train them to do, oh, the, yes. you can mm -hmm. train them to do the work. Did you, uh, have any false starts on that? Did you, you mentioned, you know, in about a month, did you have a, have a couple of people that you had to let go in about a month or would you, you know, have pretty not, good success grabbing? Not with our company. Uh, but in the past, when I worked for the corporation in the other glass place, that's where I kind of you just kind of know right. because I think with the I think with the corporation type they just I felt like they just wanted a body in that position, but we knew with that experience that I just didn't want a body. I want somebody that's going to stick around, learn the job, and then do it well. But with the other company, it was like. That you could just tell that they they just hurried and I just yeah, so you just know. Yeah. And we're a family, mm -hmm. you know. It feels like we've known each other for years, and and the guys they care about what they're doing. They yeah. care about the customer. And you're working on such expensive vehicles, yeah. you want to do a good job and do it right the first time. Yeah, exactly. And they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they take pride in their work. <laughs> 
Well, that's great. So let's return back to the the starting up a new business part. So I work with people who do this all the time. There are lots of different ways people go about it. Talk to me about how how did you jump off into your own thing? What kind of team maybe? Let's ask that question. What kind of team did you put up? around you to help you do that? Or did you do a lot of it yourself? When I worked for the first company, it was privately owned. They were out of Iowa. And I had a lot of, I worked for them for 10 years. Well, she worked for them for 10 years. No, yeah. I worked for them for 15. She was, was 10. 10. Yes. And I knew everybody. You know, it, we're just family. We had like 80 stores. So it was, and they'd bring us in for man, you know, for training and, and meetings and stuff. So I didn't burn any bridges. So once we start, I always told Christina that I would never open it up again because I already did it in 99, opened up Autoglass Center is what the first company, and I would never do it again. But then things happen. And I then wanted him so bad I to called open my, up. I called my buddies. <laughs> I called my buddies in Iowa and Nebraska and says, what do I need to do? And they're like, this is what you need to do. And it just kind of fell into, yeah, I just, I knew... I had my friends, my butt, my buddies telling me, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. And then it just. And we've been building relationships for years yeah. in this community. And I'm born and raised here, so I knew everybody. And it's just mm -hmm. kind of wonderful. Why not be in yeah. Hutchinson? So, no, that's perfect. Yeah. So the between local relationships that you'd built and also relationships that you had from being in the business, you had all of the right kind of mentors yeah. to, to put around you to be successful there. So let's uh, dive in a little deeper, if you don't mind. Yeah. So I think that sometimes this can be helpful for people who are thinking about starting something to hear a little bit about what that process is. So what were some of the things that you had to do in order to start up a business and, and be doing this? I'm thinking both on the legal side, you got to get supplies and relationships. You know, the first vendors. thing, the very first thing that we did was we got out a sheet of paper and we wrote down everybody mm -hmm. that we thought would do business with us still. Mm -hmm. I think that was the first thing because we're like, do we want to do this? And yeah. we're like, okay, who are our friends? Who are the people that were our great customers, uh, dealerships, relationships with insurance companies? And the list was long. I mean, there were just pages of people. We did this pretty fast. Yeah. I mean, we did it within a few months, next thing you know. And that's God again. I mean, the timing was just perfect. And we had a lot of support from the community. You know, first thing you need is a building. Yes. That was the first thing. Okay. And that was all about timing and friends that we knew. Our good friends at Midway Motors. Yes. Gabe Gearing is the one that said, hey, let's lease yep. you a building. Yep. So, and so you got that spot there. You're across the street from wow, the dealership. It's yeah. kind of an place. ideal location for you is what I think. And then everything about. just fell into place. You I know, mean, and painting the building was great because yeah. that way people knew, hey, there's something different taking place here. And we decided to go really bold with color. I thought that was And you have cool. to go to the state and get an LLC. <laughs> and that costs money. Everything's I mean. money. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Everything's money. But, you know, but, what? you know, it was one of those things where just, you know, it just everything just fell into place. Yeah. I mean, it was get, meant to be meant to, had be. to get computers. We had to get racks. We had to get vans. We, I mean, just everything just. And, you know, it was hard to get vehicles at that time. Yeah. So. Was, oh, yeah. Let's think, think about yeah. the timing on that. Because right. it was 21. Right. So COVID yeah. just got done and or it was still it was on the decline, I guess. Right. And, and we so. wanted to buy as much as we could local. Yeah. And we were pretty excited we were able to do that. Yeah. So uh, talk to me a little bit about financing. Were you able to self-finance parts of it? Did you go to the bank, get some loans? Just went yeah, to the bank? Yeah, and you know, <laughs> just 
you have to have good credit. So yeah. that's probably my best advice to anyone is just take good care of your credit because you never know when you're going to want to start your own business. Mm -hmm. Yes. You get an accountant that you trust and say, yeah. this is what I need. This is what I need you to do. And right. it just, yeah. We have some great lenders in this community. Yeah, we do. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Anybody in particular you want to give a shout out to? Oh, everybody. I mean, I love all of them. Let's see. I mean, we got <laughs> we got accounts kind of everywhere. Hutchinson so. Credit Union, yes, Lexi, First National Bank. First National Bank. I mean, yes. I mean, and then dealerships too. You know, letting us use their financing when yeah. we bought vehicles too. So great. You so know, there's Midway, Conklin. I mean, we have yeah. so many relationships. Maddie at, at BMO Bank. She's, we love Quality Body yeah. Shop. I mean, just I mean, different people too, giving you great references. Yeah. You just you don't realize how many people are supporting you when you open a business. Yeah, this is such a amazing. great community. Well, talk a little bit more. About about that because I think that's something that I see in Hutchinson and yeah. Reno County as well is that we have a very supportive business community and people help each other. Talk to me about being a business owner in Hutchinson and what that's been like. It is amazing. I love it. I love the community. I try to be everywhere that I can be. David too. He's usually stuck at the store and I'm out in the community more, but I love it when oh, he goes with me. I always say she's in charge of marketing. She's our marketing manager. And you know, to be honest, Jackson, <laughs> it was because we didn't have the money yeah. to hire somebody at that time. We just had to do it ourselves. So I kind of just went for it. <laughs> and people will come in and say, who's in charge of your marketing? And I'm like, that's Christina. She's doing that on her own? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. It worked out. And we have a lot of support. Yeah. You know, it, it's really just people helping each other. Yep. Hutch is wonderful about supporting each other. Mm-hmm. This has all been pretty rosy and good, and okay. I think it's good to keep it positive. <laughs> but let's 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 talk about some of the some, some of the, the challenges. Dirt. Yeah, what are what were some of the bad days like as you were getting it going, and um, maybe kind of how did you push through that? That, but what were some of the barriers that you had to get over as you're getting this thing going? I mean, it was right after COVID. Right after COVID, getting so parts, that oh yeah, getting parts of supply chain was a hard, so hard, was really, really difficult. And yes. you know, our customers, our loyal customers, waited. Oh yeah, for us to get started and open and get the windows. You know, Shep Chevrolet, I have to yep. give them a little bit of a shout too because they waited for us. They did. Um, wow, talk about just. I'm not mean to keep going positive. Sorry, that's my optimistic brain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I mean, through the obstacles, I always saw the victories kind of that valleys to the yeah. victories because once we had them, it just seemed like right away there was a way to solve that problem. Yeah. You know, in a, people. in a big barrier that I, I found out when we first opened was we have to do all the paperwork. Oh my. You know, yes. you can't, I got I can go install, but then there's so much to do and she can't do it all. Taxes. You know? Oh yes. And Let's talk about taxes. I'm so used to a big company <laughs> backing me up. If there's an issue with a window, or something. Well, I don't have that anymore. And it's mm -hmm. like, whoa, it's just on me, right. you know, and that's something that you have to be like, oh man, here we go. You know? So, but after now, you know, we go on three years. I mean, now it's, it's better, but oh, yeah. you don't realize how much you rely on corporate until you're on your own. And, and now would I change anything? No. I and bet. I love idea tech. We had, yeah, idea we had a little great. bit of a trial in the beginning. They were great. They came in there and helped us and they gave us, I think three months free, Yeah, you know, with yeah. our phone, our internet that helped tremendously, but little things you don't think about like hanging photos. Can I tell on you? Yeah. So we were, <laughs> Dave hung this beautiful big picture and all of a sudden this was day two and it fell and knocked out all of our internet. Well, we have the router, everything hanging on the wall <laughs> mm. and the picture swung and hit it. 
So we left there with no internet, no phones. Oh man! That so was we a called them, and they're like, "We'll come out." And then he, the gentleman, fixed it. And then I asked him, I was like, "Can you help me hang this picture?" <laughs> And he's like, let's hang this picture. And I'm like, thank you. Oh, but it was a disaster. You <laughs> yeah, know, it was, it you went to cry. Yeah, it was yeah. bad. Well, uh, th- those are the things that we can laugh about uh, uh-huh. after the fact. Yes. Um, probably not very much I'll fun never, when I'll they're never happening. I'll never live that down. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mean to tease you about it. Like it's it. so cute. It's so cute. Well, and that's another great example, though, of just some of what we benefit from here in mm-hmm. this local community mm-hmm. and that kind of thing where the, the guy who's going to come to help install your router <laughs> again will help you hang up a photo on the wall, too. That's not the sort of thing you get everywhere um you know and getting signs you know that was kind of an issue too i mean everything took a little bit longer um the city bless their hearts there were some issues there but i think that's kind of normal you know we did have a gravel parking lot and so you know they kind of were like oh maybe we need to change this so great people at the city helping us with some of that mm-hmm. But you're right. There's some big obstacles at first. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and definitely, finding definitely a lot of different things to navigate. Yeah. Finding someone to paint the building. Mm-hmm. And Mark Thrasher, man, he just came to the rescue. I mean, yep. everybody wanted to help us. I couldn't believe it. It's like, here, how can we help? Help. How can we help? Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Community coming together. You've mentioned, you know, painting, the sign. You talked a little bit about marketing. You've got a, you mentioned a briefly kind of going going big, flashy a little bit with the colors. <laughs> okay, so let's dive into that a little deeper. Talk to me about branding. You're trying to create a new business here, trying to stand out. What was your approach to that? Any particular reason behind the colors you chose, for example, oh, or the go. logo <laughs> or anything like that? Uh-oh, I'm opening up a can oh, of yes. worms I hear. Oh, yes, because we're in Chiefs. You know, Chief's country over here. Um, But here, David's mother, pretty sweet. David um, and his mother are really close. She's so sweet. And just a little lady in Nebraska sat there and said, why don't you paint it Chicago Bears colors? Because David had grown up watching the Bears games with his father, Mm -hmm. who passed away of cancer at age 60. So we kind of did it as a legacy to his father. But we didn't tell people right away. Everybody thought it was Broncos. No, we're not Broncos fans. And we do like the Chiefs, but David is a Bears fan. We yep. don't win a lot of games, but hopefully nobody yep. holds that against us. That's the color of our building. <laughs> so we <laughs> called Mark Bears. and said, Mark Thrasher, we want uh, we want Chicago Bears colors. And he goes, you want what? <laughs> so we went to uh, the <laughs> paint. not a joke. He went <laughs> to PPG, the paint store, I think Sherwin-Williams, and it's actually Chicago Bear blue. Chicago Bear Orange, see? So it's actually yeah. the colors, yeah. And it really helped him sell a lot of that colors. The People blue, were wanting yeah. that blue everywhere yeah. Yeah. after we put it up. And when we we didn't really know the scheme on the building, we were going to do just an orange stripe with a white stripe with blue on top and bottom. But Christina and my mom were like, no, you should do orange at the top. So when they started painting it, Everybody was panicking. Oh boy, this doesn't look. And then it looks. Oh, it's fabulous. It looks great. Yeah. Now we get a lot of compliments. Yeah, the vision came to life pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Well, that's great. I love the I love the story behind the the colors as well. (laughs) And uh, as a briefly Chicago native myself, I'll take the Bears. Oh yeah. Thank you. Thank you. See much uh, much better than the Broncos. Yeah. No offense to our yeah, no, offense uh, no no offense to our Broncos uh, Broncos fans, including our uh, Denver native podcast. And we do helper. have yeah we do have family that do love the Broncos. Oh yeah. So that's why I think they thought that was the colors, but no Chicago Bears. Well, very good. Okay, so 
Anything else about getting the business started that you think we missed um, that was an important part of the story? Maybe another person that was involved that you think was important or a... Absolutely. Luminous Neon, you know, they are so creative because yeah. we just knew we needed big. We needed big. <clears throat> and they had come back with signs and we're like, we want it. We want that bigger. <laughs> we want this really huge. So they kept coming back and they're like, okay, this is big. And then once they put the signs up, we're like, okay, this is big. <laughs> so, you know, they are awesome working with us. We had to make some quick changes, kind of thinking about some more signage. Um, but you know, there's so many great companies that we could promote, you know, yeah. insurance companies. Thank you for trusting us. You know, we're now a state farm yeah. provider that, you know, preferred provider and, but any insurance can use us. And I think that is the big thing when you're dealing with a big corporate that has commercials and things like that versus a little guy, you know, most people do want to support the little guy, but we are so good. And I don't mean to brag about you, David, but mm -hmm. I watch you do anything. I mean, little ladies, their husbands die. He puts in headlights. I mean, we don't do that, but we help people. So I've seen him do all kinds of stuff for people. You know, we figure it out. We can yeah. fix just about anything. So definitely call us. We'll help you. Well, very good. <laughs> okay. So I think we've given a great story about the launching the business and all that. And I, and I love it. And I love your, your sense of positivity too. Let's talk about the future. Yeah. Um, what's your vision for this company and, you know, kind of where do you see it going from here? I see it growing very quickly. We want to grow. Yes. We want and to grow. put more stores in. I'd like yeah. to branch out a little bit. I think Salina and McPherson's great markets. Um, we mobile for free in our community too, by the way. We don't charge anybody. Pick up cars all the time. Deliver them for people that are working. We try to do some of that stuff for free just to help people. Um, but we do charge a little bit to go out. Some of these other little communities, I think they need our services. And we just want to keep growing. Yeah. Yeah. We'd yeah. like to put more stores in other locations in the future. Yes. Eventually, I'd like to uh, hire more guys where I don't have to do it as much. <laughs> <laughs> kind of true. I figure I was 23 when I first started. Wow. And now I'm going to be 53. And I didn't think I'd last. I didn't think I'd do it that long. But, I knew you would. But it, I don't know. Something about it, it just sucks you in. You know, you just, I don't know. I think it's the helping people. You know, it just, I yeah. don't know, something about it. I mean, I enjoy it. I actually enjoy putting windows in. It's weird, I, you know, some days. There's other, you know, some days it's like, wow, you know. I don't he know. loves it. Yeah, but it, it's a it. good, you know, it's a good, it's a good career. It's a good trade. I mean, it is a good trade. Yeah. But we'd like to grow. We want to grow. Absolutely. Awesome. We'll certainly wish you the best of luck with that. Hope hope to Thank you. love Thank to you. see our local Reno County businesses growing and expanding and supporting our local entrepreneurs. To get us out of here, what would be maybe one from maybe one from each of you? What's your what's your best advice to somebody who's thinking about taking that leap to jumping off and doing something for themselves? What's yeah. what, what would you say to that person? You know, it's it's just a leap of faith. You just have to just Believe, like Christina said, believe in yourself. Right. And just leap of faith, hang on, and let God just lead you. Because yes. that's what we did. And, you know, it's it's been great. And so. sometimes he works very quickly. He does. So be ready. Yes, he does. <laughs> and don't yeah. be afraid. You know, just get out there and just do it. Failure is a good thing. Sometimes, you know, if you're rejected, it's really a redirection. You know, there's no bad failure. Just keep going. Yeah. Don't give up on dreams. Just make them happen. Yep. And the community will help you. Yeah, just reach out and ask for some help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And our church, 
11th Avenue Chapel was a big, big supporter. Absolutely. Our church gave us a little bit of, or a lot of big sum of money to start up. Oh, they yeah. believed in us. We you had know. no idea that was coming. Yeah. And, and so that was huge. Got us, you know, got us going. So, you know, just trust in God is yeah. all you can do. That's what we do. It's God's store. We just run it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there we go. Have some faith. Take yes. the leap. A loving and supporting community it will is. take us all a long way. Thank you so much for coming in yeah. to thank chat you. with me today. Yep. It's been a lot of thank fun. You for having Jackson us. for having us. And thank you to our listeners. I also need to thank Bowercom for the cover art and Salt City Sound for the help with recording, editing, and hosting the podcast. You can find out more about Startup Hutch at StartupHutch.com or on most social media at Startup Hutch. I hope you'll do us a favor by sharing the podcast with a business owner that you know or an aspiring entrepreneur looking to get something going. Join us next time on The Hot Seat.